Today is Friday, August the 19th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi everyone, welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger and we have our special guest, Ann Folk Schreeder and Ryan Bulger with us today. We're going to talk some more about our passage from the book of Acts. But first, Ryan is going to lead us in a prayer that was written by Teresa of Lesseux. Let us pray. Jesus, help me to simplify my life by learning what you want me to be and becoming that person. Amen. Amen. Listen again to our passage from the sixth chapter of the book of Acts, verses 1 through 7. Now during those days, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. And the twelve called together the whole community of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Therefore, friends, select from among yourselves seven men of good standing, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this task, while we, for our part, will devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the word. What they said pleased the whole community, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, together with Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicolaus, a proselyte of Antioch. They had these men stand before the apostles, who prayed and laid their hands on them. The word of God continued to spread. The number of the disciples increased greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. All right, ladies, here's your Friday fun question. What is your favorite sleeping position? Mm, I don't really have a go-to sleeping position. It's kind of just however I end up falling asleep after all that tossing and turning. (laughs) Do you not go to sleep easily? Not really. Uh Um, But usually I fall asleep on my side facing the window. Gotcha. Ryan. (laughs) I've been so excited for this question. (laughs) Um, I try to start off on my side and then I go to my other side, but my favorite sleeping position is on my stomach with my left arm in the air, like up above my head and my right leg up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's sounding like this so far, but you just mean your arm above you on the pillow. Yes. Like, you know those crime scene, how they like... (laughs) Outline the body. That's what I look like on my bed. The funny part is, Ryan is the only person I've ever seen. I've gone into her room before at night while she's asleep, and like she's sleeping, like but her knees are up. Oh yeah, I know what I mean. Like on my, it's so funny with my knees up. That's another good position. But usually, like when I'm taking. A nap or something. No, yeah. yeah. Sleeping for the night. Yeah. I don't know why that cracks me up. But. That's like a last resort. <laughs> if I really can't sleep, I put my knees up. 
Oh my gosh. I'm, I myself am a side sleeper and it's only on my left side. Mm-hmm. I don't um, sleep on my right. Is that right? Or one or the other. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to our passage. So this passage describes electing leaders, more people to serve in the church. And we know that whether someone is elected for an official office or not, we're all called to serve. And so what are some of the ways that you see people leading and serving in our church? So I think that there's a whole lot of different ways that that people can lead at our church. But I think that in order to realize some of those leadership opportunities, that we have to think about how Jesus talked about leading by serving. Mm -hmm. So you can be an usher, a deacon, help out with Sunday school or the preschool. And there's also plenty of leadership roles that don't necessarily have titles, Mm -hmm. like helping out in the nursery on Sundays or donating to one of the mission groups we have. That's a really good point. There are lots of different ways. What do you think, Rai Rai? Um, I completely agree with Ann folks. There's the named ones like elders, deacons, trustees, ushers, being a liturgist if Mm -hmm. somebody's out, you know, all that stuff. But there's also like the behind the scenes kind of people, like um, the people who donate food for PYC, Mm -hmm. who either cook or bring Taco Mama like we have today. (laughs) That Um, would be Yo Mama using the credit card. (laughs) And then there's also um, around Christmas time when we have the little presents that the senior citizens Mm -hmm. want and everybody after like the first Sunday they're out they're all gone. Yeah. And so when we're Santa for seniors. Yes. That's a good one. That's a great leadership role. So girls can you think of someone who makes a good leader and like what makes them good? So, a leader that comes to mind for me is Miss Bobby O'Farrell. Um, she is an amazing person, and she has the kindest heart out of anybody I've ever met. And she gets up bright and early, comes to the 8.30 service. She'll talk to anybody in mm-hmm. her line of sight. She and is a one-woman loving machine. She Like, is. she loves everybody and mm-hmm. welcomes them. And she... Sure comes and sits at the table outside of my mom's office and just welcomes anybody who comes in the door. We'll open the door for them. She greets everybody by name, and it's just great to come into the church and see her there as a welcoming face. And so I think she's a very good role model in that sense and a great leader. So it sounds like the qualities we see in Bobby are she's very loving, she's very welcoming, and she's constant. Like she's yes. always doing those things. Yes. What do you think might make a good leader, in folks? You want to add anything? So, yes. So one person who I think is a great leader is Ann Dillon Laughlin, our youth director. Aww. She's very patient and gentle, and she's one of the kindest people I know. She really cares about everyone she meets, and even those she hasn't met. And like I was talking about earlier, she really just does a great job of leading by serving. Ah, I love that. My, yes, Ryan. She is, I don't know how she has all the patience she has. <laughs> all true. these kids that's like youth group and stuff, and she never runs out of patience. Oh, we great. do all kinds of stuff yeah. to make her try. We scare yeah. her. We test kids. her. We test her a lot. <laughs> Play scary church. Uh, I've, heard of, I've heard of patient people like that. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad that you have her. Um, and I just want to say, for me, um, 
there are all kinds of different ways to serve, but the thing I think I value the most is someone who recognizes that they've been given this gift in God's love. And so they're willing to try. Isn't that really what, just willing to try something yeah. new. Yes. Um, and I am so grateful as someone who people see when they come to church, I'm really grateful for all those people you never see. Like Ryan, it's your dad who's up in the crow's nest, like running sound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your dad uh, and folks is here for session meetings and mission meetings and all of those mm-hmm. things that you may not see, but make the church work. We've got great dads. We do. You, do. you got great mamas too. Well, one of you does. <laughs> oh, friends, we're going to end with this quote from the theologian Dallas Willard. He wrote, The world can no longer be left to mere diplomats, politicians, and business leaders. They've done the best they could, no doubt. But this is an age for spiritual heroes. A time for men and women to be heroic in their faith and in spiritual character and power. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks to Ann Folks and Ryan for being here. I have no worries for the future of the church with these two being a part of it. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and in the life everlasting. Amen. Amen.